Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm going to be doing my early round fantasy football draft strategy. So I'm going to be talking about the first four rounds of the draft and how I typically go about what I do in each round and my thought process in the first four rounds. So if you guys end up enjoying this video, please click that subscribe button. So in the video, I'm going to be using Fantasy Pros Draft Simulator. The links are down below in the description. I'm now an affiliate with Fantasy Pros, so huge shout out to them. So let's get right into it. This is a 12-team mock draft, and we are just going to have a great time here. Trying to really dissect the first four rounds and go really much more in depth than I normally do because normally we're doing a whole 15 or 16-round mock draft in comparison to the first couple of rounds. So looking at the draft board, obviously at the beginning of the draft, you're going to be seeing most people go with running backs early. Now the computer went with Michael Thomas at three, but you likely want to go running back until I would say around pick five or six is where Michael Thomas would end up going, where I'd feel okay picking him. But most times I don't even want to pick him. I was much easier and much rather find myself picking a running back in those spots. I think the biggest key to the first round is finding a running back or any player really that you think is going to be very, very safe. I try to stay very risk averse in the first couple of rounds in the draft because much later in the draft, uh, pretty much everyone's risky and you're taking these shots on guys. Hey, maybe this guy will blow up. Maybe this guy will blow up. Maybe this guy could be great for my roster. So that's what you're doing. But in the early rounds, you want to try and stay as safe as possible. And my best strategy when saying safe is going with the running back that I believe can carry my whole roster. Now, right now we're doing this from pick four, but it doesn't really matter because you could be doing it from any single spot and you would still be very happy with how you do this. So we're going to explain it here from pick four. I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott here. Now, if Zeke wasn't available, I would happily go with Alvin Kamara here as well, who is the typical pick when I'm picking at pick number four. So we're going to look back at the first round once this ends up simming it all the way there so that I can go deeper into my thoughts behind the whole first round. Now, the first round after we went with Zeke was Mr. Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams, Derek Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill. Now, I made a video about the wide receiver zero and the running back zero strategy, which is likely what you will see towards the end of the draft like we saw here. So wide receiver zero is pretty much you avoid wide receiver in every single round of the first four to five rounds of the draft. Running back zero is the exact opposite. You don't draft any running backs until round five or on. So here we see multiple teams using the RB0 strategy early. DeAndre Hopkins and DJ Moore for one team, Tyreek Hill and Chris Godwin for another team. So my personal idea on that is while I did the video on it, I don't prefer to do those kind of moves. I just do not believe you should be drafting two wide receivers in a row because then your running back core is going to look terrible. When you look back at the draft, you will see that these teams don't have nearly as good of running backs that I would personally enjoy to have. Now, the wide receiver zero strategy is actually something that I kind of do, but not on purpose. I don't sit there and go, hey, let me not draft a wide receiver in the first three rounds. But sometimes I end up not doing that when I just go running back heavy in the first few rounds. Now, I do advise, actually, that you take two running backs out of your first three picks. Whether you go wide receiver in the first round and then two running backs, or you go running back, wide receiver, running back, or running back, running back, wide receiver, it doesn't really matter to me, but I just think that is the best strategy because the running backs really dip off in the draft after the first three or four rounds. Then you're getting into these categories where you're very nervous about the guy that you are going to have to draft and is going to have to be on your team all season long. When we go ahead and take a look at the running backs, guys that you're going to be getting later are guys like James Conner, guys like Mark Ingram, guys like DeAndre Swift, James White, Raheem Mostert. Do you really want those guys to be the staple 
of your starting lineup, or would you much rather have one of the wide receivers later? Maybe a guy like Terry McLaurin, but instead of Mr. James White as your starting running back, you have Nick Chubb and you have uh, Terry McLaurin. So I don't know. I think I'd much rather prefer to do that. So let me know, guys, down below what your early round strategy is as well. So I'm going to gathering on if I am just weird liking to draft this way or if a lot of people are on drafting running backs early and often. So looking at the board now, we are through two rounds. Chris Godwin began the second round. Aaron Jones, DJ Moore, Josh Jacobs, Kenya Drake, CEH, Miles Sanders, and Austin Eckler. So you can see that the computer also very heavily believes in going running back early. Only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wide receivers go in the first 20 picks. So the other 13 picks ended up being running backs. So it's an overwhelming majority of the picks in the first two rounds are going to end up being running backs. Now, some thing also to note. There are going to be those people that say, hey, I want to get a quarterback early. Hey, I want to get Pat Mahomes in the first or second round. I think he's going to be really safe. I want to get Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to be really safe. It's much easier to do that than to draft a guy in the late round. And the people that are telling you that are really just tickling your asshole or something. You don't need to do any of that. You wait on the quarterback position. The value at quarterback is very good, and the value you're going to be missing out in the first two rounds if you end up taking a quarterback or in the first three, four rounds is way too, it's just not worth it. I would much rather have Nick Chubb than have have Nick Chubb and, say, Tom Brady than have Lamar Jackson and De- DeAndre Swift or someone like that. That's just how I view myself drafting in these leagues. Same thing goes with tight ends. Now, I'm actually not opposed to going a tight end in the third or fourth round, but that's only if the big three tight ends are available. If a guy like Kelsey, Kittle, or Andrews falls into the fourth round, that's where I like to take him. But if you're ending up having to get one of these middling guys like Evan Ingram or maybe Hunter Henry, I just say fuck it and I just completely wait on the tight end position as well. I think there's a lot of guys late round at the tight end and quarterback position that you can pick that can make up for missing out on one of those earlier guys. There's also the thought that you can go ahead and draft multiple tight ends later or multiple quarterbacks later to make sure you get the guy you want. But talking more about the early round strategy, I'm definitely really going to be avoiding the quarterback and the tight end position early in my draft. So now we're back at pick number two to the 209 for our roster. So I want to go ahead and bolster the running back position. But if Nick Chubb was not here, I would happily draft Allen Robinson. While I am someone who really likes the running back position, I think Allen Robinson has immense talent. Same thing goes with Kenny Galladay. I actually think I'd rather have Galladay than Robinson, but at the end of the day, it is very, very close. I want to get Nick Chubb here because I really see there's a fall off at running back, even in the second round. After Nick Chubb, do you really want anything to do with Leonard Fournette, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon? Do you want that to be your RB2? But if you drafted a wide receiver in the first pick, these guys are your RB fucking ones. Do you want that guy to be your RB1? I don't think so. So I'm going to go with Nick Chubb here. I think Nick Chubb is immensely talented. The guy should be able to tear it up in Cleveland. That's going to be very, very, very run heavy this season with their new head coach, Kevin Stefanski. Went ahead and selected Nick Chubb here. Now, as we wait for this to sim, if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please click that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I'm going to be posting a lot of content every single day for you guys. So after we went with Chubb, Kelsey, Leonard Fournette, Allen Robinson, George Kittle, Odell Beckham Jr., and Lamar Jackson all come off the board. So not very surprising to me. Those big three tight ends, like I'm saying, I like their value in round four. They will never in a million years make it to me unless you're drafting with a bunch of people that have the same strategy as you. Travis Kelsey and George Kittle and Kel- and um, Mr. Andrews typically go sometimes 
times, all in the second and third round. Same thing goes with the quarterback. If you don't pick Mahomes here at the third pick, there's 0% fucking chance he does it. There are going to be guys in your league who probably take Pat Mahomes or Lamar Jackson in the first round because people just really believe in that safety. But in reality, they're just doing something stupid. They're putting three condoms on instead of just wearing one. Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. So now looking at the board here, when you do this double running back strategy, you can really go anywhere with your third pick. You can either take one of these more risky running backs, a guy like Gurley or Melvin Gordon, or you can go for a wide receiver that you believe is going to be safe. Personally here, my move would be to go with Kenny Galladay. I think Kenny Galladay is going to be very good this season. We saw him absolutely tear it up last year, and I think that that's going to be a guy that you really want to have on your roster this season, especially if Matthew Stafford can stay healthy because Kenny Galladay did it with Stafford and he did it with Mr. David Blau. So now we're going to go back and look at the whole draft as a whole before we make our fourth round pick because those are really the early round picks, rounds one through round four. And I'm going to talk about some guys here that I feel a bit suspect about picking in the first round. So looking up to our Kenny Galladay pick, guys I think got overdrafted here. I don't think you should draft DeAndre Hopkins in the first round at all. I wouldn't consider DeAndre Hopkins to be a bust, but I don't think he's really going to perform up to that first round draft capital where you invested in him. Another guy who I thought got picked at a weird spot was Mr. C.E.H. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't really understand why you'd want to take him, an unproven asset. Now, I understand he should probably be good over Austin fucking Eckler. You saw what Austin Eckler was last year. A a couple of games with Melvin Gordon, he tore it up. Who's behind him right now? Josh Kelly and Justin Jackson. He's going to be the workhorse on the team. He's going to absolutely eat like his name was Ezekiel Elliott, so I don't understand picking CH ahead of him. So let me know down below in the comments, who would you rather draft, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Austin Eckler? Now, looking back as well, there are some other picks that are pretty suspect to me. Going with Odell Beckham in the third round is very scary to me. I don't think he finishes in inside of the top 12 at the wide receiver position. I just think that the Cleveland Browns are going to be so run heavy. That's why I picked Nick Chubb, because they're a team that really likes to run the goddamn rock. They bring in Kevin Stefanski, who was number three last season in the NFL at rushing. They had the third highest rushing percentage in the NFL with Dalvin Cook, and now he comes to a team with two great running backs, not just one in Dalvin Cook. Well, I think Alexander Madison's good, but he can't hold Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb's jockstrap, because they're just so fucking good. They have two probably, in reality, two top 10, top 15 talented uh, running backs in the NFL on the exact same team. Another pick that actually fell a lot, Amari Cooper has really started to fall in these drafts. Now he goes at the 310. That pick is kind of scary to me because I like Amari Cooper for at the end of the year, he's going to finish as a top 12 guy. I would bet the mortgage that he does as long as he doesn't get hurt, but he does it like this. He has one game hot, one game cold, one game hot, one game cold. So you literally just start him every other goddamn week. He's like Matt Ryan. Every other year, he's like a top five fantasy quarterback. Last year, not one. This year, probably will be one. Another pick that kind of concerns me here, Zach Ertz. Don't be picking Zach Ertz ahead of Mark Andrews. I'm really off of Zach Ertz this season. I made a comment in my hot takes video from a few days ago that I think Zach Ertz could finish outside of the top 10, given the fact that the wide receivers around him got hurt last year, and that's when he really put on the point total once these guys ended up getting hurt. But if they could stay healthy and they added an addition of Jalen Rager in the draft, I'd be very worried for Zach Ertz's value, especially in the third round over a guy like Mark Andrews, who I think could rival and become the number one tight end this season. 
Another pick I'm really off on here is Cortland Sutton. I mean, I think the guy's going to be talented, but I'm just worried that there's too many cooks in the kitchen for Mr. Drew Locke. I think he could air it out to multiple wide receiver options there. Obviously, they bring in Jerry Judy in the draft as well as KJ Hamler, so I am a bit worried about Cortland Sutton. I still think he's going to be fine, but a fourth-round draft capital is a bit early for me. Same thing goes here with Devontae Parker. Now, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. I'm wearing the shirt right now. They're my favorite team. I, was, I wasn't I was born a Dolphins fan. I was actually born into a Jets family, but I said, fuck you, Dad. We are a, I bleed, you know, the orange or whatever color you want to go with the Dolphins. That's what color I bleed. I love the Dolphins. But Devontae Parker has that case of doing really good at the late part of the season and not doing good at the beginning of the season because Preston Williams was Mr. Ryan Fitzmagic's favorite target, not Devontae Parker. So what happens when Williams is healthy? I think Devontae Parker shits the bed big time. He is going to shit the bed so bad that he's going to have to get his mom to go ahead and clean that off and put it into the washer, then into the dryer, and then put him nice back on there for him to shit it again the next fucking week because I think really believe that that is what is going to happen. Some picks I like with value here is actually Kenny Galladay in the third round. I really think that that pick is amazing. I think the guy has top five wide receiver potential. Another pick that kind of is a question mark to me here was Robert Woods in the third round. Now, I love fucking Robert Woods. I love, I think Robert Woods has the potential to be a top 10 wide receiver, but why are you drafting him in the third round when you could easily have gotten him where I am at right now in the fourth round? He went ahead of his teammate Cooper Cup, which I would rather have Cooper Cup, or I'd rather have Robert Woods than Cooper Cup, but that's because Cooper Cup typically goes in the third or fourth round, and then you can get Robert Woods two rounds later, maybe even three rounds later in most drafts. So now we are up at the final round that we're going to be talking about here, but I am going to go ahead and talk all the way up to the 412. So with this pick, we're likely looking to go running back or wide receiver receiver here. No quarterbacks or no tight ends. I know Dak Prescott has fallen to us, so if you're someone who wants to draft Dak here, I wouldn't necessarily argue against it, because last year he finishes the number two quarterback with Mr. Clapper, Jason Garrett, as the coach, and then they bring in Mike McCarthy, a guy who really loves to air the ball out, but at the end of the day, I don't think I would want to go with the quarterback here, maybe in the fifth round, if we were doing up to the fifth round, but we're only doing the fourth round. So right here, you have some good decisions here. Do you want to go ahead and get a guy like Calvin Ridley, who I think has top ten potential, or do you want to go with one of the safer run backs here, and the safest running back to me in the fourth round, a guy that I'm really eyeing in every single draft, I would be very happy if I owned him on every single team, now I don't think you should do that necessarily if you play in like five leagues don't draft the same guys in every league, because if those one of those guys breaks his leg, then you're fucked in every league, gotta diversify the revenue as Nick Urkelano says, but right here, I think my pick would be Le'Veon Bell I just personally believe Le'Veon Bell is going to be a very safe running back this year. Obviously, last season, he was a top 12 pick, maybe a top 8 pick in your league in fantasy football, and he just shit the bed. People are going to be pissed at him. They're going to think, oh, he's not going to do good. He did fine last year. He was a safe running back. He wasn't great because of where you drafted him, but he will end up being fine. But something to note, actually, in the during your whole fantasy draft is you actually want to look at the board before you make a decision. Do these guys need running backs, or do they need wide receivers? So if I go ahead and take Le'Veon Bell, here and want to wait on Calvin Ridley, will he be able to come back to us? So looking at the board here, this guy drafted wide receiver, tight end, quarterback, so he doesn't have any running backs. This guy has two running backs and a receiver. This guy has a tight end, wide receiver, and running back. So likely, all three of these teams could draft a running back. 100% could draft a running back. 
Now, the second team of Geis and Men, a funny joke on of Mice and Men, could 100% avoid it and go wide receiver and steal Calvin Ridley from us, but I like my odds on the fact that Calvin Ridley could return to us in the fifth round if we were drafting for the fifth round, so I would go ahead and select Le'Veon Bell here. I do also, honestly, kind of like uh, Chris Carson here, but I don't think he's as safe, so I'd rather go with the safe pick here to be my running back three and my flex option here on this team. Our team is going to finish with Le'Veon Bell, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, and Kenny Galladay. Obviously, there would be much more of the draft if I was doing a whole draft, but I, right here, I thought it would be good to go really deep in depth in the first four rounds of your 2020 fantasy football draft. So after we went with Le'Veon Bell, the draft is going to go on, and we're going to assess the next four picks of the draft. So looking at the draft, after we went Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon came out the board, followed by Calvin Ridley, and then Darren Waller. So Calvin Ridley would not have made it back to us, but like I thought, a running back was taken immediately after us because that guy really needed a running back. Looking at the rest of the picks, I am kind of moving forward on Melvin Gordon. Now, I don't love the guy, but I actually think he might get more touches than I originally thought maybe just a day ago. To be honest with you, I really like Calvin Ridley. Darren Waller really bothers me in the fourth round. I just worry with the fact that when Renfro was on the field, Darren Waller wasn't looking as good. So I don't know. And now they have a lot of wide receiver options there. I'm kind of worried about Darren Waller, so I'd definitely fade him in the fourth round. So let me know what you guys thought about this and me explaining the first four rounds of the draft. If you ended up enjoying, please click that subscribe button down below. And let me know about your guys' thoughts about Melvin Gordon as well down below in the comments. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to have a great rest of your day. Click that subscribe button that's below me. Click on the video that's on top of me, and then there's going to be a video to my left and my bottom left. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to have a great rest of your day. I'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another banger video. Good boy!